This is sick. This is Vanity Projects with Laura and Charles. Artists are here to disturb the peace. Her voice is like nails on a chalkboard. Relax. It's just sex. Sir, drop your weapon, put your hands on your head, and get down on the ground. You are going to be placed under arrest. But I think the most controversial thing I have ever done is to stick around. Okay. So we're back. We are back. And um, today we're talking about, um, how do we want to introduce it? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, oh, well, actually, wait, I have the anecdote. Oh, my God. When I look back on my life. So okay, the I love in- an anecdote. The inspiration for this was um, last year sometime I was at Morris. Who the fuck is Morris? <laughs> I was getting coffee and it was like, I had like just sent my 1111 text to the group chat probably it was like yeah. that time of day kind of that time of day and I had like I don't know come from the gym or something I was in my workout gear and like mm. deep in my headphones and then someone like deep comes listening. over to say hi to me and I was like who the fuck is this man and it was Gus <laughs> who the fuck is this man and um and I was like oh Gus haha I was just like laughing at this I was like what are you up to I was just laughing at this today and I was laughing at that meme that was like day in the life of a leftist wake up at 11am go to the coffee shop and buy like a you know soy latte um quote quote from books that you have never read mm-hmm. write a poem on a napkin and he was he found record that hilarious epi- record an episode of Vanity Project um and he was like haha that's what I'm doing today like I'm, maybe I'll do like an hour of work before I go to you know the Kylie Kwong restaurant for lunch and awesome <laughs> awesome and he was like still doing his masters at the time and he said you know what actually I think Vanity Project needs to needs to uncover he's like you know what I need you to do a reading of is the make America make Oxford Street great again yeah. caps at daily mail right and i said perfect yes i've been waiting to do like a text on clothing podcast yeah we just needed we just needed permission yeah and an invitation yeah and um of course that invitation comes as a written it's it's in written form it's yeah. all about words it's um yeah um, we were talking last week all about um the stone tablet being bestowed onto us with the writing on the and the writing on the stone says make Oxford Street great again. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never seen this mer- merchandise. Um, mm, mm. Daily Mail is so good, so good. that where we're buying so. our well, yeah sort I think of like it's Daily Mail. what is it? It's it's like trad um, trad Oxford Street uh, alt gay. Yeah, it's Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, because you know he's like famously quite. Quite faggy, right? Yeah, maybe conservative, and yeah, and it's also like very like. I know that Make America Great Again was 2016, but like it kind of falls into that like, come to fuck down. It does, it does, you know. And cap. actually, 2016 is quite a nostalgic time in fashion for a lot of people at the moment. Like we're we're reaching a point in which yeah. images, symbols, motifs from 2016 are coming back into I'm trying to yeah um into into favor into favor I'm trying to think of what like text on clothes I was wearing in 2016 2016 was the, the year that we finished high yeah. school yeah 
what was I wearing? Not to dox ourselves. Not to dox ourselves. Oh, yeah, I don't know. What was like? Did you have like a favorite t-shirt at the time? I feel like I wasn't wearing. I feel like I was like anti-t-shirt at the time. I was like, I'm gonna wear like a woman's blouse or like a dress. Yeah, yeah, prairie. Yeah, my prairie dress or like a. Yeah. yeah. What else? I was wearing my King of Pop. Oh my god, the MJ shirt. <laughs> also, like you said, you made multiple Michael Jackson references last night while you were wearing the Michael Jackson Did shirt, I? and Miriam was like, "What is with Charles and the Michael Did Jackson I? tonight?" <laughs> was was it? You guys were talking about Latoya. <laughs> Oh, maybe it was someone else. But they were like, wow, the MJ thing is, like, happening today. Yeah, it's very off-putting, isn't it? I stood for nothing. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah. <sighs> um. What? Well, I, believe, I, I believe in the major fashion moment that is yeah. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on. Um, and major fashion moments are, are many. I mean, we watched the Galliano documentary... A couple of nights ago, as yeah. part of the um, Europa programming, I don't know, yeah. at the Ritz. Yeah. And um, this name was mentioned, and I only remembered it because I'd, like, put her name in this doc here. But as he's meeting Margaret Thatcher, the other person who's meeting Thatcher is Kathleen Hamnett, mm. who made the... Uh, this is a good place to start because she's, like, the one who's referenced in like all of the online material on slogan tees and this one like yeah. um vna exhibition or something some you know exhibition in the uk about um you know punk t-shirts they're like kathleen hamnett was the one and she made the choose life t-shirt mm. as in wake me up before you go mm, george michael as in george michael as in wham as in that photo of naomi campbell in a shirt that says use a condom Right, right, right. So, yeah, let's talk about... Let's, I guess, just peel the condom right off and Mm, mm, talk about mm. uh, the AIDS era graphic text on clothing. It was such a time of slogans. Um, Yeah, I don't know that it really was such a um, phenomena before the 90s. Like, text Mm. on clothing, it it really only kind of came to fruition in the last decades of the 20th century. I wonder that... People I, were not wearing words. Well, that's... Yeah, I, I I think that's true also. But then you think about... Um, what was the Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren shop sex, called? Sex. Sex. It was just called sex. The sex shop. Um, it's such a shame because it's like, if we were to open a shop, it would probably also be called sex. Yeah. But we can't do that because they already did it in the 90s and we do love the 90s. Well, I think it was I think it was before that, no. Was it the 80s? Or was it the 70s? No one Wait, cares. We need to get fact tree on this. I'm sorry. Um You know I don't care about the facts. That's um, why I wear the Michael Jackson t-shirt. But like they're they're the like Malcolm McLaren and Vivian Westwood and the sex shop is so um, or sex boutique, sorry, is <laughs> is so um, printed tea. It is. It's it so is. printed tea, well, and because it's very DIY, it. it's and very screen print. That was between 1974 and 1976. 74. Yeah. So Jesus, there were, I really there were def- I forgot how old she was. There were text on T-shirts before the 90s, right, if you can believe. Right. And, but you know, I don't care about the facts. And punks probably really loved that, and because right. it gave them like a political platform right. to kind of wear 
out and about, and that's what Catherine Hamnett, or Kathleen Hamnett was doing when she met Margaret Thatcher with John Galliano. While he was putting on that posh accent, she was um, choosing life and choosing kind of life. protesting. Um, oh my God, I'm just thinking about um, Benny's bathroom and the Margaret Thatcher. Um, yeah, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. And I had to turn B2B. to I had to turn to Noah last night because I I obviously don't care about facts. I'm always sort of quite embarrassed to not know who someone is. I don't is. think you're you're and usually not embarrassed. You usually don't care. I'm quite proud. Yeah, to be quite ignorant. proud actually. Yeah, quite proud of my ignorance. Make Oxford Street great again. Um, I turned to Noah sitting next to me and I said, "Who is Jordan Peterson?" I was, like, worried that it would be another moment where I, like... Another major fashion an moment. I- another major ignorant, ignorant moment for me. And he, um, he's like, you don't know who that is? And then he's like, oh, he's the, he's the like, blacklisted Australian designer that all of these people work with. Oh, my God, that's so funny. And he got it wrong. Oh he my thought God, they were so talking funny. about Jordan Gogos. Spiridon Gogos. And I said, no. No. And then no he goes, babe. oh, Jordan Peterson. And then he, like, pulls, it in, pulls him up and turns out he's sort of a... He's Milo like the, Yiannopoulos yeah. type figure. And then I go he's into like the bathroom. The guy, yeah. Yeah, he's an incel. Um, I go into the bathroom and the book is like 12 tips to mm. living a good life. Mm. And, and, like, and Margaret Thatcher, the Downing Street years. The Downing Street years. And both are kind of like instructional manuals in a way that I would protest with a t-shirt such as here's a condom or whatever. Right, right. Much to because the chagrin Margaret of the crowd Thatcher last night, so, you know. She was so raw sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the way that she charm. treated the the mining Ooh, community ouch, ouch. and it was cu- quite raw for yeah. that for the working class it was during really the thatcher bad. years it was really bad um let's talk about punk let's talk about um the establishment of slogans yeah and i feel like mm. a great place to start is to talk about um font mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. different fonts have um kind of outlasted others outlasted others yeah. and how there's something quite important about the about the impact. How bold and impactful exactly the text has to be. It's it's almost as if like clothes have always been political. They've always um, been a messaging tool. Um, they're quite loud, but clothes have always spoken. But like clothes with words seem to scream. And you're gonna hear me roar. And. I feel like you can feel that from a lot of the examples that we're talking about. We're talking about, like, really bold, impact font, black on white um, text in a lot of cases. And even in our notes where we've written it, like, I couldn't write Choose Life without putting it in caps. I know, I love the cap. This document is beautiful. I'm sorry you all don't get to see it. but It's the same way we write AIDS. We always write AIDS, but that's because it's capital letters, because it's an acronym. It's an acronym, yeah. Right. Yeah. Ignorant. You're ignorant. You're ignorant. Um, yeah. Well, and I kind of am thinking about, like, the most iconic... I mean, it's, like, that typewriter font, but, like, the most iconic black text on white background, which is I Heart New York. Mm-hmm. And that was created in... The design was created in 1977. Um, <laughs> and that was actually inspired by the Robert Indiana Love square mm. which i didn't realize it became like an hiv aids thing but it didn't start as like mm, an hiv I didn't aids know this. Outlook. yeah yeah what i love about the love design is that obviously the four letter words i've always had such an um 
affection for and yeah. they've got the Love. L-O and then the Fuck. V-E yeah. and it becomes this, you know, almost Hole. Instagram. Yeah. Um, it's perfect square. Perfect square. It's square very peg, fun. round hole. Yeah. Oh, you know I love a square peg. Um, <laughs> um, and I love your round hole. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> we have here written that Glazer, who... Um, who uh, I'm just trying to like read and speak about this. Mm. Uh, Glazer, who made the... The I Heart New York logo. Right. Yeah, he, like, designed, I literally, I Heart NY. Right, um, right. And, um... And he, that he loved New York so much that he gave his work to the city for free, hoping it would become public property. Isn't that nice? It's, it's like really Jesus. Pretty. It's, it's like, really pretty. It's really... It's like fashion Jesus. Major, major fashion, fashion donation. Yeah. He... Like, and also the way that it's written in the Wikipedia article is, Glazer loved New York so much that he gave his work to the city for free. Like, that's so Jesus. Like, it's so, like, also how AIDS God is given. God the world so much. Like, he... you love someone so much that you give it out for free. It's, like, kind of a... a it's a bit promiscuous to give your art away. Mm. It's a little... And say, like, do anything with it. Yeah, you know? do, do, an- anything. do anything you want do anything with, my with my love. Do anything with my art. Do anything Take my, with love my love and turn it into AIDS. What do you mean? Um, And, yeah, and then that's what we've seen since, you know, 1977 is the... Um, they took his art and they they took his love and they they made it into they multiplied it they multiplied it and um, there's a bunch Manifold. of great examples that you've put here like the um, helmet lang anagram t-shirts mm. that say any number of things they say late hug get human angel hum metal lung um, what's the hung mail I can't believe you didn't put that there I didn't know th- I didn't know about that one I'm yet to learn about the hung mail um, yeah I mean that's such a that's such a fast forward example of the same kind of lettering bold mm. caps lock um, I think we should definitely continue to talk about mm. um, the Westwood and, and Westwood the sex era boutique. Choose Life is a really interesting example mm. because it um it's such a kind of like vague statement. It is, and this one I didn't realize because also it was made in 1983, which is like kind of before the. It's before AIDS awareness. It's before AIDS, and right. um and like the Robert Indiana Love work became about AIDS, but right, didn't right, right. initially choose life was like, you know, it was a bit of like a drug awareness, don't kill yourself kind of. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is slogan. obviously yeah like tied to um tied to a conversation about like safe sex because um because so much of um AIDS awareness and AIDS um prevention and treatment messaging is about like um public safety, health, mm. um risk of infection, disease. Um I mean I'm sure that's what the Make Oxford Street Great Again cap is also about, right? Right. Do you think that it's it's for or against um venereal disease? I think it's such a complicated <laughs> Um, do I think it's for... Do I think Oxford Street is before is for or against venereal disease? Is that the kind of question? It's, it's, sort, about, of hard, it's, about a paradox, it's sort of hard to moralise the river that runs... The river of semen, infected semen that runs through that street. Because it's also like, of course, of course, the, the make Oxford Street great again cap is opposite the clinic that's only open, that has a sign out the front that says, this clinic only services gay men. 
as opposed to like any other person right. who wants a sexual health test, which is also next to Bunker, the right. the like cruising lounge that's like military themed, which is so make Oxford Street great again. But yeah, they're also selling the indoor. They're like selling succulents in the window. Have you noticed that? In the window... Succulent? Yes. Ooh, yes. Yeah. The, whoever has visually merchandised the bunker right, window... Right, the visual merchandiser, probably a gay man. Has, you know, decked it out with, like, you know, mannequin torso, much like teammate. Yeah. Uh, locker, you know, and then, uh. like, army fatigues, uh. army helmet. Oh, I have seen this. And like a I didn't see, see the succulents. There's succulents for like with price tags on them. Like they are for they're, sale. They're trying to hawk succulents. Yes. Now that's mixed messaging. It's like um when I used to live in Paris. <laughs> no one cares. And I would walk through like certain neighborhoods. You can feel the history of um a different kind of business that just used to oh like what a district. Kind of business? Like, the, the city was divided up into, like, different, like, shopping districts. Yeah. And there was this neighbourhood that I would walk through that, like, only by paying attention mm. and, um, like, really kind of looking into the businesses mm. did I realise that I was walking through this, like, historically, um, I don't know, like, this street that sells musical instruments I of know, every kind. Yeah. And then yeah. records and then... Um, you know, I uh, feel like we walked through an area that was like um, books, and they're doing like p- like piano repairs, and you can buy really particular types of instrument, like woodwind here the and woodwind there, store and the and that's and kind the of like you string know, instruments. That's like Oxford Street. Is there's the yeah, there's the place there's the to military blow. Themed. There's the place to strum. Yeah. There's, there's the place, place to, to stroke, there's to stroke and to press to f- up against. You're also fingering instruments as well. Don't forget yes, that. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Thank God. Um, and um, yeah, like I remember walking around and seeing like the we were very clearly in the um, tailoring district yes. or whatever, and it reminds you of this almost like um, it's like post in it's not even post industrial is it but it's like post agrarian maybe pre industrial totally. kind of reminder of like the it's pre mall handmaidenness pre mallness of it all which feels um beautiful and special because it's so human which is what i'm reminded of on oxford street as well that i'm in the succatorium district of right. the city and succulents in the succatorium and, that's, and that it's and so human be- and it's so human to want to suck yeah, and be sucked. Mm. And um, that's actually something that came up, not sucking, but the you're, you're, you're very much describing this almost situationist history of Paris and of the city and of walking around and... What do you mean? Sensing and feeling those flows. And in some research about, um, about the sex boutique, um, I found this quote. I might just read it out because I yeah. don't think I can paraphrase it. Yeah. Um, situationist style task tactics were used at punk concerts groups aimed to repulse and antagonize the audience with aggressive performances rather than to seduce them into believing the spectacle malcolm mclaren designer vivian westwood's then partner and collaborator was influenced by the ideas of the situationist international of the late 1960s which were espoused in theorist guy debord's book the society of the spectacle in 1967 board discussed the dominating power of the mass media the spectacle is not a collection of images rather it is a social relationship between people that is mediated by images 
22 McLaren employed the sloganeering and plagiarizing techniques of the Situationists to attack the boredom and frustration of consumerism through his manipulation of punk's media coverage. And Wonderful. this idea of connecting the situation, the situationist style tactics, as it's put here, and the Malcolm McLaren punk t-shirts and sex boutique and that kind of way of navigating the street with political messages, being very aware of the way you could actively influence or disrupt or participate in the mediation of um, images and being mediated by images was really interesting to me and really kind of put into focus the, um, I guess, the focus and intention behind making shirts with political messaging on it. Or hats. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I think Choose Life is an interesting example of that in the way that um, politically it was uh, weaponized in the opposite direction. Um, the slogan has taken on s- such new meaning um, as we've like left the kind of um, height of the Western AIDS crisis and moved into a place of like um, uh, anti-abortion messaging and the kind of like vagueness of that slogan means that it's like subject to plagiarism, um, mal intent manipulation malinterpretation malinterpretation confusion yeah which is how i feel when i hear make oxford street great again exactly like what does it mean for oxford street to be great again um what made it great in the past why is it not great now obviously you're talking you're you're listening to two people that believe that oxford street is actually still quite great um what do you think is the what do you think is the message behind the obviously they're like using this kind of quite um, farcical and like insert insertable, which mm. we love, um, mm. insertable mm. slogan. Mm. It's almost funny that it's not make Oxford Street gay again because mm. there was so much kind of um, uh, supplanting of great and gay, which are two antonyms sometimes. Mm. What do you mean? Huh? <laughs> just being, silly, just being no, homo- homophobic for fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is a good pastime. And I think that's probably enjoyed Which is part by... of the pastime of making it great again is maybe like a time of... Of the um, past. Of, of more sort of serious and um, and uh, embodied homophobia that made Oxford Street so great mm. um, in how punk it truly was mm. to... Um, to shop at the Daily Mail mm. in... <laughs> I don't mm. know how long the Daily Mail's <laughs> been around for. Um... Yeah, yeah. I wish I had that, you know, fact on the fact tree, um, just here. What do you think it means for them to make us make for them to want to make Oxford Street, Oxford Street great, great again? again. Um, well, I wish I wish I could, you know, invite and and oh, you know what I, you know what I want it to mean. I want it to mean. <laughs> who was I talking to the other day that was like, we were having this very kind of like bitter chat about. Um, you know, our, um, when we get to talk to the, the gay elders and they're like, oh, you know, the, 
the parties we used to have back in the day. They yeah, that were, was a conversation between you and I. Yeah, great. Um, they were so fabulous, you know. And um, when I look back on my life, we just lived on the dole, and our rent was, you know, ten dollars a week. And <laughs> um, we were students, and we made art, and we put on parties, and there was none of this regulation and liquor license and adult, adult entertainment license bullshit. And for me, making Oxford Street great again would be. Um, decriminalize liquor license decriminalize uh adult entertainment decriminalize and then also bring affordable housing on Oxford street it's like bring back the people that don't have housing yeah bring back the homeless bring back the junkies i love bring back the street urchins i love street urchin i love street worker we need the workers back on oxford street but like on the street you know like that would make it great Hmm. that would Hmm. make it um truly radical and um yeah no connected more, to its honest past no more app shot on iphone billboard no more barbie no more movie billboard and not burgers anonymous oh, i hate burger anonymous oh, i hate how about you make yourself anonymous make yeah. and, and make for king street newtown yeah 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 yeah. because they yeah. love burgers over that way yeah the only anonymous i want on oxford street is in the succatorium anonymous sex yeah <laughs> And we that will be the name of our sex shop. Yeah, yeah. Anonymous sex. sex. What Anonymous are we selling? sex boutique. Um, um, branded merchandise that says <laughs> slogans. It's just lots of words on. It clothes. just says slogan. Slogan. Yeah, that's our. That's our. That's clever. too pomo. <laughs> it's too pomo. Well, let's talk about postmodernism. Let's talk about the examples <laughs> that we have, um, where the slogan has been. Um, or should we keep talking about AIDS? Oh, I love that. Because we should talk about the MM6 shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's such a that's such a great example. I mean, um, this shirt is just so beautiful to me. I really want... I think you have the best iteration of it, the best colorway of it. Yeah, I it's love it It's a really nice one. But my t-shirt is fucking old, and, and I... and I, I don't know how much... Um, how much wear it has. How much uh, more life it's going to get out of it. Like, I'm just flinging it into the wash like it... Hmm. But you have... Is it cream? It's, it's a cream... Mon- it's, it's, a, it's kind of grey mm. with a silver... Like, the the um, the text is slowly coming off, is what I'm saying. Mm. Um, so, uh, in the... I mean, do we have the year? 1994. Yeah. In 1994, Margiela um, organised a campaign through the um, sales of a special one-off uh, T-shirt that was, I believe it was with a, like, an AIDS... What's it called? It's called AIDS, like A-I-D-E-S, which mm. is the acronym for a French um, charity that worked on um, on AIDS awareness, AIDS prevention, AIDS treatment in the 90s. Um, he collaborated with them, made a T-shirt that said, um, across the neck, it said, there's more to be done in the fight against AIDS. I'm probably I'm misquoting it. There's more to be done in the fight against AIDS, but this T-shirt is a good start. Mm, um, and the and the um, slogan is obscured by the fact that it's uh, screen printed on the T-shirt while it's laid flat, and so when when it's worn, the um, the kind of the parts of the text that uh, made it to the underside mm. of the back of the T-shirt mm. are obscured and sit against the wearer's neck. 
Um, I feel like I, I saw a lot of them, like, on people while I was away. Like, I can remember, like, a couple of instances of seeing... Because these, these shirts are still made. You can still buy them. The yeah, MM6 they've been made every year got, since, right? Have, like, the ribbon in it that has the same slogan. Um... I feel like I saw a lot when I was walking around London. I saw one once when I was, like, at the library. I was, like, having a cigarette at the library. On King's Cross, right? Darlinghurst Road. Yeah. And this older gentleman walked past in, a, um, like, a really dark maroon um, version of it with, I think, a white text, like, black hanky in, like, one of his pockets. Awesome. Like, it was just great. Awesome. Like, it was just, like, tribe, you know, uh, make Darlinghurst Road great again. Um, oh, and he's doing it single-handedly. Um, and I've got this quote here, I think, from, like, a dazed article um, that says, in an email thread between British designer Malcolm McLaren and Margello, um, published in T Magazine in 2005, a little light is shed on the topic. Margello, speaking about the recent death of Susan Sontag, writes, Susan Sontag's 1989 book, AIDS and its Metaphors, was such an important work. It shoved us along in our grudging recognition and understanding of HIV and the isolation it brings. It is numbing how that the virus is. Tri- um, it is numbing how that virus has tricked, mutated, and infiltrated. We always feared it would become a pandemic. Yet, who in 1987 could have predicted the desolation and devastation it would reap in Africa? Yeah, I don't know. I liked contextualizing it in that place. Um, I feel like I it's like easy to be disconnected from that history and what Mm. it looks like in the present and how it looked globally, how it looks globally. Mm. And, um, also it meant some, like I really wanted to make these connections between these kind of like, um, images that were either made for or co-opted by AIDS awareness, um, and destigmatization kind of movements and how, like that clearly all emerged from a really specific time um that was like maybe the connection was just that it was popular to wear a slogan on a t-shirt maybe it was um an important time in in clothing manufacture that that Mm. slogans were slapped on t-shirts like i don't know but the there is like it, it it feels like a like an advent of a particular message or an advent of a particular mode totally it um, it's reminding me of the images and i just tried to pull them up but mm. i don't know what to search mm. um i would shudder to tell you what i just tried to google search i to try to i saw some select pull, words and i thought that's all the odd. images and yeah. it was really difficult um but just thinking about like uh aids in the globe um mm. The kind of conversations about aids that started with sontag mm. in new york city and how um AIDS became this, like, huge crisis among gay people in the Western world and then has continued to be a global kind of um, uh, problem, like, largely in the global south in Africa. Um, Have you seen those images that were being passed around a while ago that were, like, slogan T-shirts that these um, African men were wearing and they were... um, they would say like some like crazy out of pocket shit, <laughs> and the the assumed uh, the assumed kind of um, comedy of the image is someone proudly wearing a t shirt that they like that they don't understand or endorse, and that the words actually are decorative in a way that they're they're like visually um, 
ornamental or something. Ornamental and like not non-communicable. Um, I'll have to find these images. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. I know the vibe that you're that you're kind of describing. Um, and I just had this like moment of thinking about that in terms of AIDS. Well, I the guess AIDS crisis and, in Africa. And the connection that I'm trying to make there, or the the question that I'm trying to ask is of all of all of the messages of like all of the iconic T-shirts of you know of this history that I'm trying to trace. Um, how is it that AIDS is such a central part of that history of wearing a political statement on a shirt I think that that's um an important thing to identify and look back on right definitely especially in in light of make Oxford Street great again yeah 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 and and I think yeah it's um it's something that we kept returning to when kind of compiling um our examples our references we were thinking a lot about AIDS um thinking about Margiela's MM6, a good start t-shirts, which we've just spoken about, leads us to thinking about the postmodern contemporary example, um, Barragan's Money Makes Me Come, which has been, you know, printed in the same way and brings with it, like, entirely different messaging Mm. that's also about Mm. um, the consumable product, transmission, sex, joy, danger damage um mm. and barragan is so um uh looking to start like looking to provoke with the with the messaging that they have on the shirts like they have um the front of the money makes me come shirt is the charlotte gunsberg quote from the movie that's sampled in what it feels like for a girl by madonna um what does it say again? It's like, um... But for a boy to look like a girl, girl it's degrading. degrading. Because, because being you... a girl is degrading. Um, so cool. Um, and, you know, they have that great meth shirt and yeah, the cancelled yeah. twice kissy face shirt. Yeah. And... Um, there are other, there are other Barragan ones. What is the one that's, um, that I saw a lot? But also, you know, with, with Barragan, there's this kind of, like, very interesting... Uh, use and misuse of the kind of Trump white trash mm. slogan, mm. the kind of like um, tacky aesthetics of like, mm. there's almost something like inherently gauche about slapping words on clothes. Mm, mm. You, you, I mean, well, we, we saw that, we talked about that when we saw um, Cara Delevingne wearing oh a slogan God. at the Met Gala. Yeah. And it was seen as sort of lowbrow to mm. show up to a, to a gala event, to a kind of... Um, Fashion, major fashion moment that was meant to be quite um, quite serious, serious, quite dour. dour, and and that um, was about America. That was like you right. Know, that was um, and it American was lexic of fashion, you know, totally. Uh, and it was a marriage yeah. of um, sex and nation. Yeah, peg the patriarchy. Um, fuck your um, fuck your oppressor into submission. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. through fashion through fashion through um, fashion moments which is so provocative yeah and, and, and also, also like falls short quite derivative of, <laughs> of, of um what it's trying to do like if you if you wanted to peg the patriarchy maybe you would have gone the Myra Breckenridge way about it already right. or um right um but we have plenty of examples of uh, <laughs> my. The one I've been has been really generative for me at the moment is the Bianca Sensori wet. Yeah, tank. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, 
it's i mean it but also like that one is so like um uniform of the body where um obviously the bianca sensory wet tank top moment is so good because it's clinging so tightly to her big natural tits right because the thing about slogans and where they sit on t-shirts is they often sit on the chest Mm. um and the chest is a very political space Mm. for messaging yeah it's about size it's about scale it's also about flatness it's about the flattening of the chest needs to be achieved in order to to have a readability a legibility to the Mm. words Mm, mm. so what happens when the words are obscured by the um curvaceousness mm, the, glo- the global mm. curvaceousness a, a global um a world curvature more worlds. curvaceous and what was it and um i don't i don't remember I the don't quote know, but beautiful um beautiful and so when we see the word wet and it's sort of stretched i remember the um the text in this particular example is sort of stretched across her tits in this like really particular mm. quite beautiful way it's not a wet t-shirt but um, but the wet T-shirt is such a symbol of um, of sexuality, sexuality, clothing's oh. mutability. And all of a sudden, I started to feel my panties drop. Um, um, also, to me, so clearly referential of like um, the marble sculpture. Yes. <laughs> of, um, histories of, of histories of dress and um, <laughs> understandings of um, femininity of the, of the physique of the symbolism of the figure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that example. And also she's wearing those um those pegging boxes. <laughs> she's um she's well pegging I don't know why my mind went to that, because I guess I'm thinking about Cara Delevingne, but mm. she's wearing the um the the sort of strap undies mm. where you put the um they it's like uh swapped out for a harness mm. and you put the dildo in and then, you know, Bob's your uncle. Ole. Ole, let's um let's make Oxford Street great again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I and I think that the the, the top just... and the bottom are in dialogue always. I mean, you have to speak if you if you want to express what you what you want to get. Um, and <coughs> you're on a roll. Um, yeah, completely. And um and and just like that, um, Amber Rose is um, vindicated. Vindicated. Right? And it's single in the beauty ass bitch. Yeah, it's quite beautiful, honestly, to see Kanye finally come to terms with his, with his, I don't know, subsexuality, fi- fixation or with anal um, fixation, or... his anal fixation, his fixation with penetration that he yeah. so desperately wants, yeah. but feels ashamed for wanting. Yeah, and um, and it's nice. It's nice to see him dress up his his doll, his doll. Yeah, because beautiful just but like naked big titty women just don't fall out the sky. No, um. Especially ones with big, hard cocks. Unique. Yeah, I I love I love this example. I also want to think about Fakuk, French Connection UK. Mm. Um, I saw I recently saw a T-shirt online that said FC UK Fakuk, cancer. Oh. It was like a Fakuk um, <laughs> cancer awareness T-shirt, and obviously yeah. it's trying to say fuck cancer. And I just love that like. The way of skirting, the way of getting around um, obscenity mm. in 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 terms of text mm. um, is is through dyslexia. Like we haven't yet really talked about it, but we kind of touched on it a little bit um, when we were talking about Bianca Sensori's breasts. So we touched on them a little bit, um, 
and we were thinking about how the text is read. We talked about the impact font, so early on, um, the volume of text, but we also, there needs to be a sort of... Um, there needs to be a conversation about how it looks on the body, what the body is, how the body is inhabiting the text and the garment. That's what does what it mean? Towards, yeah. Right? And what does it mean for words to be misspelt? Can we still read through them? Can we still understand them? Can we still draw out meaning? When we think about, you know, um, the logo mm. as text, mm. which it so often is, um, we've seen the proliferation through Diet Prada and the document, the extensive documentation of global misspellings of brand names mm. um, that bring about a sort of hearty chuckle mm. Um, mm. for mm. the. Mm. Uh, uh, fashion educated mm. and um, on the fashion literate fashion literate thank you because it's all about literacy because it is all about literacy and it's also about plagiarism and mm. um and, and proliferation proliferation words that we're allowed to use and words that we have to misspell in order to use them yeah, yeah. fuck is a bad word yes just like love love that is not a bad letter, word that four letter word that we're so addicted you know I, to you know I have another favourite four letter word um yeah. It's not for cuck. Um, no. French Connection UK, uh, also kind of confusing because it's like UK and French. <laughs> and it's like, which one is it? But then it's also fuck. And, um, and we all understand that. Yeah. No matter how confusing French Connection UK could be. We know. Fuck is just perfectly And that's clear. that's the relationship between the UK and France is a lot of fucking. A lot of fuck you. And a lot of... Fuck me. Fuck me, quite frankly. Um, yeah, what does it mean to fuck cancer? What does that say? What is? Th- I feel like isn't the what's the Mark Jacobs T-shirt that's also like the skin cancer one? Oh my isn't god, that that's all- my favorite. Protect the skin you're in. Yeah, it was a celebrity endorsed um, T-shirt series where celebrities like Mila Jovovich and Dita Von Teese and Chloe Naomi Sevigny. Campbell, Chloe Sevigny, um, undressed. And were photographed kind of clasping their breasts. Um, ooh, ooh, the graphic ooh. text, bold, Clasp. capital letters, protect the skin you're in. Yeah. For the female celebrities. Oh. For the males, oh. this was a much this is a much more rare t-shirt, which I coveted, one day will own. Yeah. Um, for the males, the t-shirt says, protect your largest organ. Which, which is... for people who are, you know, quite interested in the facts. Like you? Yeah. Is? this? It's another four-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> Put your cock. hand on my shoulder. No. Yeah, it's skin. It's skin. It's yeah. not cock, unfortunately. Yeah. That yeah. is... Thanks for testing me. Yeah. Well, for some people, that's For some people, organ. it's the largest organ. <laughs> for Laura. <laughs> Transgender life. Um, yeah, so our skin Ooh, is our largest so organ. I get so embarrassed organ. about it. But, um, Your yeah. huge cock? Yeah, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> well, we can edit this out if you want. <laughs> People don't need to know how... They don't need to know how absurdly... Taxing it is. It, oh, my God. It's so hard. I mean, yeah. Um, it's so hard. Um, right now. <laughs> protect your largest organ. Um, fuck, where I mean, the fuck were we? For cuck? We fuck at, cancer? We were at for cuck, four little words, skin, Right, AIDS, so Mark Jacobs was saying love, fuck skin cancer. Fuck skin cancer. For cuck skin cancer. For cuck skin cancer. <laughs> I want to move on to the... Um, to another really great obscene word. Actually, there's a in I feel like it was like the, the same um collection. Um he did a so cunt. 
yeah, series. There true. was like a so cunt Rick beanie. There was like a so cunt headband. There was so cunt socks. Another great four letter word. It's cock just cock cunt. Yeah. For cock. I'm telling you, four letter words. They're the best. Um. Yeah. So Rick Owens. Anal. <laughs> yes. He needs to do an anal tank. He does. He will. When he, you know, finally um, makes, like, Kanye West. Yeah, um, yeah. So Rick Owens, uh, one of our f- favourite men on the planet. Um, mm, quite recently, 2018, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the Strobe Collection had um, a series of garments. I think T-shirts, tank tops. Well, I don't want to call it a tank, but it's like a singlet, long sleeves, knitted garments, some of them were slapped with the word urinal um, across the chest and across the forehead in the case of the baseball cap. Um, Urinal. If anyone wants to gift Charles one of these, I think that would... Yeah, this is another holy grail. If someone's looking... Find me at the urinal. That's my holy grail. Yeah. Um, Also, if someone can find a four-letter spelling of urinal, (laughs) that would be Yeah, how would you spell it? Is it just... Urinal... I don't know if you can. Well, you just take out the vowels, right? Yeah. You'd say U-R-N-L. Yeah, that's that's cool. Urnal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name of our episode? Urnal. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you feel about this particular example? Oh, I think it's awesome. I think it's so, like... Well, I, I really feel like it's, like, so stolen valor if you, like... If you're not, like, obsessed with getting pissed on and you're, like, wearing the urinal tank, it's, like, you're, that's fake, another four-letter word. Totally. I also just love... I love the questions that it... Yeah. That it um, well, it's kind of vague. Like the violence and... It is... It confusion is, that it incites yeah. in, in, the, in the reader. Yeah. Like, what, what do you receive when you, when you, when you see like, someone walking down the street I wearing know. the word urinal? Well, what it's does not, that mean? And it's not like the so cunt one where it's not no. like a rude word. You can say urinal. Yeah, exactly. Urinal it's like is not your grandma, obscene. your grandma would use that word. Totally. But she would be like, why is the word urinal? Yeah. She would use that word when, when you show up to the family gathering yeah. wearing the Rick Owens Ur- urinal. <laughs> She says, "Why? Do you think that's happened? Why are you wearing the, the urinal? urinal? <laughs> why are you wearing the urinal tank? Is that the urinal?" Tank? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so the devil was Prada question. It is. Is that the? the is that the? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny how you think that the urinal was because I think it was Marcel Duchamp. Who... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a really great great quote for some of the other examples that we're going to talk about. I really want to talk about the Gap logo that Balenciaga yeah. were using. Yeah. I believe it was actually a Kanye West collaboration. Gap, well, Yeezy, Gap Yeezy, Balenciaga. There was some crossover there. Right, right. But I want um, to pull up this quote because um, I think it's like so gauche to quote the Devil Wears Prada in an is. episode that it we're is. doing of but fashion they, theory. They also love it. Like the, the fashion journalists, like that it still hasn't gotten old for them. Like no, they don't. Jonah, when Water- I tried to, when Jonah I tr- Waterhouse is putting the Cerulean quote in in vote. Oh, but okay, they that's true. okay. But I but Visco's li- journal is different. Like that's like of course they didn't want. Of course they no, didn't, that wasn't no. Visco's. Vestoy literally Sorry, asked me I meant. to remove <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada quote from my essay because they were like, it's too obvious an example, and I was like, oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I meant like Vogue level yeah, right, journalism, right, 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 like right. Rush magazine level journalism. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just We're digging just, the hole. I'm going to put the DJ air horn. 
Um, so um, she goes. She any, goes. Yeah. If you want us to write for Rush magazine, we will. But, oh. But I won't do Vogue. I'm. I'm. I feel the rush. <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel it in my so kind. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Clit, another four-letter word. This stuff. Oh, okay. I see. You think this has nothing to do with you? You go to your closet and you select. I don't know. That lumpy blue sweater, for instance, because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself seriously. Too, seri- too seriously to care about what you put on your back. But what you don't know is that the sweater is not just blue. It's not turquoise. It's not lapis. Lapis. Urinal. <laughs> it's actually cerulean. And you're also blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns. And then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it? <laughs> Who showed cerulean military jackets make Oxford Street great again. I think we need a jacket here. And then Cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers, and then it filtered down through the department stores, and then trickled on down to some tragic casual corner, where you, no doubt, fished it out of some (laughs) clearance bin. However, that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs, and it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry, when, in fact, you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, which I think brings us back to Mm. Berlin Siege, Hito Stael's collaboration with... um, Who are those two? Gagosian... Oh my God, they're great. Collectors, curators, I don't even know what their names are. The Serbian one and the Georgian one. Um, And... Uh, yeah, it's a great video work um, that I can't find footage of, but we saw. Mm, um, you saw. Oh, I saw. And I heard about. Where did I see it? I saw it when there was a Hito Stale, um retrospective. Survey, maybe? I don't know. Uh, at the Pompidou, there was a collection of Hito Stale's work. Um, for a good six months, and mm. uh, I wish I saw it. It looked it so was amazing. wonderful, and I and I um and I really have been so inspired by it ever since. But she talks about the proliferation of the the text Balenciaga, in its constant mutation and um, plagiarism and bootleg copies of Balenciaga items mm. that um mm. that honestly translate Demna Gasalia's um uh, ideas of um of the market. Um, the cheap goods, the kind of imitation of like homeless, uh, chic, mm. the imitation of. Um, but it's also like ugh, I was thinking about this uh, like quite a while ago when Lev and I were in Istanbul. There's this like garment district called um, Lalali, and it has like all these um, like some amazing fakes and some really shitty like really shitty fakes and lots right. of kind of like you know dual monogram kind of vibes and they're all um some of them are like direct to consumer but some of them are like wholesale and the streets are like you know 10 story high buildings um with like f- like f- ground to you know rooftop led screens in each window crazy animations wow. um uh, selling all of these, like, and it's just the most overstimulating environment you've ever been into. You, the most kind of amount of of excess and clothing that right. you've ever seen in your right. life, and it all kind of some of it looks kind of like the things, the like streetwear and things that um, Balenciaga is um, reinterpreting and mm. um, re high fashioning and and mm. whatever for it mm. to look chic again. Mm. Um, 
and there's this really I was trying to kind of track I never ended up writing the essay but I was trying to track the flows from where could where are these clothes coming from in Lalili and of course there's a huge garment production happening in Turkey yeah and where are they going to mm. and there's this kind of there's these flows between kind of um, Central Asia and Central Europe and Eastern Europe and Turkey yeah um, which felt so related to me of you know what if we could potentially imagine um, Demna and and Georgia where he's from and this kind of like whirlpool conversation of clothing yeah. traveling through you know Central Asia and um, Eastern and Europe. the Middle East and Eastern Europe because and so what are these of his beautiful women about... wearing yeah totally. these like potentially shit clothes wearing these shit clothes and kind of also this um, you know working from Paris this idea of like um, kind of the established uh, identity of chicness that has been built up under a kind of Western collective consciousness in the way or that... Or even has been, like, written by that. Like, what is yeah. chicness if it's not defined by that exact thing or... Or by those people. Yeah. Um, and, and how um, kind of oppositional uh, the aesthetic language and um, codes of dress are in places, particularly, like, Eastern Europe or um, Central Asia, um, is kind of the central thesis and question, I think, of Demna's work at Balenciaga mm. as a established um, couturier house in Paris. Um, the collaboration or the... I don't even know if this is an official collaboration with Gap, but Balenciaga at one point was doing these hoodies that um, that instead of saying Gap, they, they read as gay, which to the naked eye, um, it's really a second glance type of mm. subversion and postmodern um, appropriation. Uh, of the logo um, just like s- swapping out a letter and completely changing its meaning and I think it was like a part of some sort of pride collection or something mm. bizarre like that um, and every time I see a Gap hoodie now especially on children because Gap so often is like something Baby that Gap. I see kids wearing yeah Kid, the think, kids Gap store I, I think I'm reading gay yeah and it's so yeah. um, and for a child to wear a gay shirt I mean I mean wow I mean yeah could you put a child in a urinal shirt or would that be totally My child? Up? Definitely. Your child's name will be Urinal. Look around, everybody on mute. Should we end? Is that, is that the, the note? Um, <laughs> or is there something wow. else you want to cover? <laughs> um, yeah, look. Uh, make sure your children use condoms. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Make sure mm-hmm. you uh, protect mm-hmm. your children from the, um, from the dangers of... AIDS and Michael Jackson. Yeah, king um, of pop. Yeah, king of pop. I um, heart New York. Um, I heart Oxford Street. I heart Oxford Street. I heart fashion. <laughs> Major fashion moments. Um, everyone, comment your favorite four-letter word. Oh, we forgot about the fag one. So oh. I discovered oh, yeah. in my in my solo travels on on the on the in the pornogra- on the website on the websites on the porn in the pornographic Wait, what realm. What was that website called? It was called boycrazy.us discovered a really quite gorgeous man wearing a hoodie that said fag um which is the jag logo i believe just jag right Mm. right um and a nice gray zip up hoodie yeah yeah we'll post it on the instagram quote the hoodie oh yeah Uh, on and on hoodies finn mcgrath um we love your work um has a great uh essay on his blog spot 
the American Flags website at blogspot. Uh, sorry, the American Flags website dot blogspot dot com. I you sure it's not on boycott? boycrazy.us <laughs> well I was reading it and I was like don't say the American Fags website <laughs> the Americans Fags website <laughs> and he says hoodies intensify the enigmatic character of clothes as structures that have the simultaneous ability to hide and disclose the body this underlies the complex relationship between imagination the clothed body and the naked body the champion hoodie bears figurative implications alluding to its revealing nature through its ability to work as a concealing tool while simultaneously emphasizing what it conceals as a result of collective consciousness. Right. As a result, the hoodie is prepared for the injection of both individual and collective imagination. Right. It's like, you know, you're a champion, the greatest of them all. What are we disclosing and what are we trying to hide when we wear our fag hoodies? Who are we trying to inject? Mm. Is it a needle or a cock that we're using to inject? each other with what do you mean each other (laughs) um this is beautiful and the kind of um the yeah the collective imagination that is inspired by um by quite banal objects like a hoodie and the way um we're able to uh commune um at the urinal Mm. that's quite beautiful Mm. Mm. Sorry, I'm being really silly. Do you have any good faith readings, um, things to say <laughs> that are not, you know, obscene? Um, you can be obscene too, if that's what you've, if that's your feeling. Um, well, I wish I could wear the urinal hoodie at the urinal next to you on in a video on boycrazy.us. You right, know? right. Yeah, right. that's what I wish. And then you can show off your huge cock. <laughs> <laughs> Become a Patreon subscriber and you might get more than you bargained for. Mm. Let's just say that. (laughs) Honestly, if everyone that wanted to see your cock Mm. was um, a patron uh, of Vanity Project, Mm. we would be very wealthy women (laughs) with cocks. Oh, that sounds like a dream for me. <laughs> <laughs> Should we seal it with a loving yeah, kiss? Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.